Inside Talks podcast. It's us, Rachel Morgan and Corey Kraft. Hi, I'm Corey Kraft. <laughs> What's up, Ding Dongs? Wow, we sounded we brought energy to this today. A, a little bit, a little, a little bit, a little bit. Little bit. Anyway, this um, is our third episode that we're recording today. I got no more songs for you today. Next time, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll come for you next time. But um, yeah, let's just get on with the show. Hey, why not? Let's, let's talk about movies, which is what we do on this podcast. We talk about cinema and we have a good time, and we sometimes argue, but not today. Never mention folks like Louis Capaldi or Steve <sighs> Perry. Just uh, keep them out of the picture. Let's One talk of about those movies. is a real person. And the other, I'm less certain about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's this shit? Whoa. All so, right, lay it on uh, me. Let me say this. Okay. I think I might have done this film before. I think I might have, okay? But it's okay because this is a different scene. Okay. Okay, and, and I don't remember for certain, and I actually, strangely, for ridiculous reasons, rewatched this recently. Mostly just because I was like, I was doing grading and I was putting stuff in Blackboard, which is, uh, you know, yeah. what you do when uh, you're been a there. teacher. Been there. And, it, and as Corey can attest, it's it can be pretty dull. and But you can't really have something on you're trying to pay attention to. That's right. So I put a little, I just sort of let, I let the Amazon Prime membership just kind of run in the background. Okay. Okay. So this scene um, is the opening of the film. Here we go. Okay. And they're at a ball game. A uh, baseball game, I believe. Baseball game. And and there's some folks in the stadium, and we very quickly, you know, I think we start with some wide shots, but we're very quickly in medium shot on our uh, on our main characters, our protagonist here. Okay. okay. And um, there's an attractive young woman, and she's there with a, a man. And then there's a, another man, both these people are very famous, um, who's there with his, what looks to maybe his brother or best friend. Okay. Um, and he's also a famous gentleman, but not nearly as famous. Um, this guy who's famous, what is he famous for? He's famous for being in movies. Okay. And he looks a little like, uh, well, I can't say, I can't say because you might get it okay. when I tell you what he looks like. Um, so this is going on. And as this, as our protagonist gentleman is sitting there, he notices this attractive young woman down the row from him at the hmm. baseball game. All right. And he, when he notices her, he, she clearly catches his eye and he begins to order a large number of hot dogs. Hey, can, hey, can I get six hot dogs? And they certainly sell them the hot dogs, pass them down to him. He's like, you can have one of those to the attractive young woman. Sure. And she goes, I'm, I'm okay. No, I don't need a hot dog. And he insists, insists, insists. No, you need a hot dog. You, you have the hot dog. And so she kind of turns to her boyfriend. She's like, well, I'm here with him. And so we'll share it. We'll share this hot dog. And it becomes very kind of contentious. And he's like, okay, y'all go ahead and share it. This sounds familiar, but I don't know what this is. They get up to leave. Okay. You know, the baseball game's over. And he says, well, we're going for drinks. Hmm. And she says, I'm with this other guy. He's like the guy with the shirt tucked in with the khakis pulled up. This sounds really familiar. And she's like, yes. He's like, you're not with that that guy. There's no way. Like, And he's like, here's the thing. When we get to the, where we're going, we get to go, get get there with this drink. Uh, um, he's very persistent. He's like, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm not great on first dates. So you got to give me a little bit of space, a little bit of room. Kind of that, this kind of banter, right? Uh-huh. And then the next thing you know, we cut to a montage of photographs of they've clearly, this this little stalking behavior, this insistence. Paid off paid off and they've had a a number of years of lovely times together they're at the bar they're at for, with friends they're camping they're on vacation so on and so forth that sounds so familiar you've I've, definitely seen this film so it's a setup for a rom-com but the complication to the plot obviously is not these two getting together it's they're already together they're already together um is this 
famous man, Vince Vaughn. It is, and he looks like a piece of ham. And this is the breakup. You got it. You did get it. You just didn't have enough faith in yourself, but well, you did get it. Good it job. It took me a while because I, I've seen this movie one time. It was in theaters in 2006. Yeah. I didn't like it. And I have not thought about this movie since. You know what, Corey? I, I, I don't love it, but I might five-minute fight you on this. Oh, yeah? I actually think it's, Should I go back and look at it go again? Go back and watch it again. You might actually... I'm going to say, I'll tell you why. Okay. I think it's actually... And that's Favreau that he's with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Favreau. And Jason Bateman's in the it's, movie. Yeah, and, it's actually not that poorly written. It's actually yeah. kind of funny. And I hate Vince Vaughn, but somehow at the beginning, I'm kind of like, okay... He's got and Jennifer Aniston's funny. Well, These are people, all things I never thought I would say. This I can't is... stand Vince Vaughn. Jennifer Aniston needs to shove that smart water up her ass. Like <laughs> you know, I don't. But I just somehow I thought this was enjoyable, and I thought for what it is, it's pretty good. This is a movie with a fan base. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And so I've heard off and on over the years. Hey, actually, that's a good movie, but never intrigued enough to to go back and look at it well when we get to what we're watching i think you might see one of the reasons why i thought it was good because it it, it i went from one film into another and Got the it. film before this which is in the same genre and really the same world could even be the same universe for all i know and some same cinematic universe probably and it's so the dregs it's so fucking terrible uh. um that i thought this was okay but it is it's certainly you know I felt like it was appropriate enough for what's the shit, just simply based on the fact that it's got that nasty old Vince Vaughn in it. Well, let's anyway. let's get into what we're watching in the next segment. Yeah, well, I don't think it's the next segment, is it? Oh, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, it is. Let's do it. And now, a look at what we're watching this week. So, so what have you been watching? Oh, you know what I've been watching now. <laughs> the breakup? Well you, well, you know I've been watching The Breakup, but I was you know, sitting there watching uh, Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. I'm not going to watch stupid old Netflix unless I'm watching you know, Gilmore Girls. Anyway, um, on my mom's account, which they're about to block me, yeah, which fine, I whatever. Know. Bring it, Netflix, bring it. Um, anyway, <laughs> I, I threw on in the background uh, uh, while grading this this film called that I'd never seen before from 2011 called Something's something borrowed Ooh, i don't know if i saw this or not but doesn't this have like john krasinski and jennifer goodwin yeah and that evil beast that i can't stand that everybody else seems fine with including probably you kate hudson can't stand kate hudson's fine what are you doing here you know what she is so terrible in almost everything she's in, and no. this is a perfect example. I these mean, these characters are less than one note. Mm. And that's what she does. She picks it's she always plays a one note character, and by the way, it's kind of the same note. It's maybe a little slight turn on that note. This thing mm. is awful. And you know what I think the pitch went like? This is the pitch. First of all, it's just two dudes. Yeah. Definitely two dudes. And and one of them's got the money and the other one's pitching. And the one that does on the money who's pitching says to the other one, hey, you know that one chick, the one chick that like always plays the best friend? What if in this film, she gets the guy? The best friend gets the guy. Um, That's the premise of this. Well, put a pin in that because I, I have to tell you, this was based on a novel. Oh no! So, <laughs> um, oh no! A novel by a novel by a lady named Emily Giffen. Oh man! I'd never heard of her, but apparently this is. Oh, it might be the first novel in a, in a little series, or at least well, there's a it sequel. Is, it, 
if the novel's anything like the film, and I assume it is since it's based on it, this is terrible. This mm. is absolutely terrible. And this this best friend character that I'm talking about, the one that is actually the protagonist in this and takes the lead and does get the guy, spoiler alert, because you're not missing anything, um, is Jennifer Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jen- Jenny with a G. I think I have seen this. I bet you have. It is This thing is miserable. This thing is absolutely miserable. And it part of what pisses me off about it too, because it does piss me off, is that it it has this this I this concept of like, oh, they're friends. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So it's like, again, the best friend kind of thing. But in this particular case, the hot friend, shocker, Kate Hudson, is kind of a dim dimwit, kind of you yeah. know, but and um and not a great girlfriend. Uh-oh. But still they've grown up together, they've known each other and and the I feel like the message wrapped up in the story is even if that person has been your best friend your whole life and you're really, really close and you know, you rely on each other and this friendship goes way, way back, if true love it's okay to just totally stab this person in the back. There's no reason not to because true love conquers all and so what if that's your best friend? Fuck that friendship. Let's just <laughs> Just get the hot guy, please. And that's true love, and we move on. Dang. And I, I, I mean, it, it, it that really. That sounds pretty toxic. It, it was, it kind of pissed me off. It mm-hmm. kind of pissed me off. Well, that's it. That's all I got for you. That's bummer. what I was watching. I don't know what else to say about this thing. You know, nothing. I mean, it sounds very bad. Nothing that happens in this film has ever once ever happened in reality. That I can tell you. And it also had a montage of the Hamptons. It's a mon- what I call the montage I didn't know I didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, just do the math there. Kate Hudson, um, um, freaking Hamptons montage, and a best friend who gets the guy. This is this is shit. This is absolute shit. Well, don't hold back. No, I'm I'm not. <laughs> I'm absolutely not. And I don't even remember who the guy is, except he's. I think you said his name, and he's he's attractive man. Well, John Krasinski. I don't know if John Krasinski's the romantic lead. No, he's, no, he's not. He's that. That's the goofy best friend. He's the good. Yeah, he's. That's the goofy best friend. Yeah, and the the hot guy. I don't know who the hot guy is. Nobody knows who the hot guy is. I can't is. remember, but yeah. it doesn't matter. And oh, here's the other person that's in it. We've talked about her before. She's in the Hallmark movie. She's in the Sister Swap, and she plays it oh, over the top. Um, and she's married to Ashley a, Williams. She's or mar- one of the Kimberly Williams. She's married to a country man. Yeah, Kimberly Williams Paisley. Yes, yes she's yes, married yes, to Brad yes, Paisley. Yes. And her character is literally there is not a human being that that is anything like this in the history of the world that has pa- that is in the past or in the future. It nice. is not a, it is not a human character. It is the craziest <laughs> shit you've ever seen. Uh, I don't think I'll catch up with this one. Might try to rewatch the breakup one day. Oh, I'd be interested think, to see. I'd be interested this, to see. Anyway, this, that's this what I've got. Happen. I'm sure that you watch something from the criterion collection. Go ahead. I mean, that's not what I was going to bring up. Um, I was going to bring up uh, two new releases that I caught up with over the past uh, couple of days. And I'll start out with the one that I'm surprised to say I liked more than the other. And I think you'll share my Uh-oh. surprise. Uh, the one that I liked more than I expected uh, was 80 for Brady. Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not surprised. It's pretty good. It's very silly. It's very, you know, typical of that kind of book club style movie. Right. But seeing those ladies together doing silly comedy stuff is fun. What can I say? I'm not mad at you about this. I, I, I was worried that you would. No, be. I think this thing looks, I think this thing looks totally ridiculous and kind of fun. I, yeah. I, I, I don't mind, you know, here's the other thing. How could I ever be mad at women over the age of 60 
getting work in and this it's industry. So, and they're so fun. I mean, I'll watch anything with Lily Tomlin in it. You yeah, know, it looks I love cute. Lily Tomlin. I think it looks cute and stupid and fun. Yeah, and it is. Who cares? That's it. That's I mean that's it exactly. You know what you're getting. It's it's a little closer in some ways to, you know, a big broad studio comedy than I thought it would be, but I thought that was kind of appealing to see these ladies get the opportunity to be big broad silly comic actresses. Can I make a guess? Uh-huh. There's at least one joke in here that involves football men's butt. Oh, probably like a, like more. a but, you know what I mean like the butt gets shown well, or like there's a butt there and it's a football man's butt and it's I'm sure. Yeah. But Jane Fonda is her character is the writer of New England's Patriots themed erotica. Okay, so so I'm, there's there's if there's not an actual butt, there's a there's just, certainly there's, a, there's certainly a mention yeah. of butt. Yeah, I yeah. got you, I got you. Um, so that was it was cute. It was a cute movie. I enjoyed it. I liked it more than Scream Six. Oh no! <laughs> Which I was, and this is the Scream without Nev. Am this I is the Scream without Nev. Um, look, I thought this was okay. My my expectations were high because I liked last yes, year's did, reboot, as we yes, argued about. Um, this one, you know, the action moves to New York. There's a new, more brutal ghost face stalking our protagonists from the last film. Okay, can G- I ask Gail's you just back. quickly? Yeah. Gail, so this does have Courtney Cox in it. Yeah. So well, she's the one kind of thread. The one thread because David original. Arquette's gone. I assume. Yes. So let me ask you. Did but they you, mention him a lot. If I were to like this, uh-huh. would you fight this film on the anti? Yeah. Oh, it's that much you don't. That's I'm just I'm trying I mean, to gauge I, how much you didn't like. I think it. it's I think it's okay, but I I would I'm leaning I'm leaning negative. Okay, okay. I, got I was you. a little underwhelmed I'm by it. Um, I'm there's some really good stuff in it, like the the scene in, that you see in the trailers that's that takes place on a crowded subway car, like at Halloween. So there are like eight people wearing ghost face masks, that's being cute. vaguely menacing. That's cute. It's a cool idea, and it's a really great sequence. The pacing in this is too pokey for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's longer than two hours, and it, it really shouldn't, shouldn't be. be. That and I can't. I won't ever be able to argue that. There are sequences that really drag, oh. but when it sings, it's really yeah, good. I got gotcha. you. It's just I can't overall. Like I, overall, I walked out and I wasn't very impressed by it. So uh, my my honest reaction is leaning negative. Uh, I will rewatch this one day. It's a scream movie, and I like scream movies, so I'm never going to be all that negative on this. You know, I, it's it's hard for me. It's really tough. It, it's it's about like go. It's like going back to a high school reunion, and there's just like one person you knew there, yeah. and you know that's going to be the case. And so, you know, for me, that's going to be tough because what is Scream without Nev? And I think you've you've landed on it. You know, it's probably lost some of the some of the sizzle. Some of it. Yeah. Um, Courtney Cox is fun. She didn't she didn't have a ton to do, right? But she's in it, and you know, it it harkens back to the previous films in in some interesting ways sure. but <laughs> then that's your final that's my thought final thought is a sneeze because that's about I gotcha. how i felt about it it's fine you know it's fine well I've, i haven't rushed back to see it uh, you know yeah. and you know me i'm generally gonna rush back to see one of the screams but um you know i'm interested i'm interested i i, I will see it it's just um uh, I'm, I'm having to get around that corner yeah I'm missing that. i hear you I, I i i will say ultimately like and i haven't rewatched scream four in right. quite a while right. This might be my least favorite. Hmm. Well, I would think so, since you're yeah. willing to argue against that. And I know you did, you know, you've argued against 
Was it Scream 4? I think it was. I yeah. think I argued against 3. 3. Which yeah. is flawed, but has enough moments. I think 3 has more good moments than 6. I got you. Well, I'm, you know, verdict's out for me. Um, not, I can't say I'm excited to see it, but I, I will. I will see it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll catch your thoughts on that later. Yeah. Anyway, that's what we've been watching. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic shamrockin' sangria and Celtic hurricane. Oh, is this back from, is this Bennigan's again? Yes, and I'm going to tell you right now, I tried really hard to just pick two from the Bennigan's menu, but I couldn't. They were too damn good. They were too damn good. And so again, when you're listening to this, you know, at this point especially, boy oh boy is St. Patrick's Day in your rearview mirror, but we are here just a few days before and we are celebrating with Bennigan's, who we'd love to have sponsor us. And I'd the like one that remains. The one remaining Ben. There might be more. There might be more. But um, I drove through Orlando. It didn't stop, and I I, I regretted it almost immediately Aww. because I know, you know me in corporate restaurants, and I <laughs> I for some reason I'm a glutton for punishment, and um, I wanted to go anyway. Let's describe. Let me describe for you so you can make a good educated decision here. Are you Fantastic. ready? Fantastic. A sham rockin' sangria is Blackstone Merlot. Okay. Razzmatazz. What is razzmatazz? I don't know, Brad. Do you know what razzmatazz is? I have no idea, but this is making me want to gag. It doesn't sound like something that you should put into your body. No. No. Um, And then lemon sour and lemon and orange. And that's some fresh fruit. With wine? That's right. That's some fresh fruit. Because it's sangria. Get it? It's Now it's a shamrock and sangria. I bet okay. razzmatazz is like alcoholic Hawaiian punch or yeah. something. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. I just, I don't even know that that's true, but it makes me feel bad. Well, I heard that, um, I think it's Dallas, Texas, tried to do something different with their Pride Week. And instead of Pride Week, it's called razzmatazz. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, I'm like, what queen needs to freaking call me about that? Because that shit is bullshit. <laughs> All right. Celtic, uh, uh, Celtic, Celtic, how am I? Yeah, the Celtic Hurricane. Okay. Uh, Jameson, Malibu Cocoa, which makes an appearance on here on the podcast quite frequently when we do these. Unfortunately. Um, lemon sour, grenadine, orange juice, pineapple juice, and we got that fresh fruit coming for you again for health reasons, and that's a orange wedge. That sounds more palatable than the other ones. Yeah. Me. The Lord of the Dance would dance you right to the Bennigans to get this a sip of this Celtic Hurricane. Ugh. Celtic. Celtic. Whatever. Anyway, so which one are you doing? You, I, you, I guess I'll do the hurricane. All right, you're the hurricane. I don't, I don't feel good about it, but it I'm has shamrocking out of here tonight. Identifiable ingredients in large part. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm gonna be drinking that razzmatazz, and then maybe three weeks from now we'll see a commercial. One of those commercials. It's like, have you had razzmatazz? <laughs> And experienced your ass bleeding. <laughs> it turns out Razzmatazz <laughs> is actually the um, windshield cleaner liquid that, that you get the, the, the brush out of at gas stations. That's what I'm picturing. Actually, it's that yellow stuff they use at, at Waffle House. Oh, That's what's Jesus. called Razzmatazz. Ugh. It makes those hash browns extra crispy. Oh, no. Well, now that we're all grossed out. I know. Go get yourself a big glass of Razzmatazz and have a great night. Um, Gross. 
Yeah, I would like to end this podcast if you don't mind, and and you may want to you may want to tune out now, okay? Because I'm about to read what was given to me by Casey this morning, this afternoon actually, and it's called the Twilight Oath. Okay, thanks to Boutwell Studios. Before we do this, <laughs> yeah. So just sorry, get that thanks out of the slash way. sorry, Brad. You're welcome. Yeah. Si- Sidewalkfest.com at Sidewalk Film on social Corey, media. I, okay, now read me take the Twilight, the Twilight Oath. Oath with me. Okay, I promise to remember Bella. This is also. The, let me just tell you, Casey. What, did she die? Casey. Casey gave this to me today, okay. and I, I'm, I'm, my life. I just things are better for me today. <laughs> I promise to remember Bella each time I, I carelessly fall down, and I promise to remember Edward whenever I'm out of town. I promise to obey traffic laws for Charlie's sake, of course, <gasps> and I promise to remember Jacob when my heart fills with remorse. <gasps> I promise to remember Carlisle whenever I'm in the emergency room, and I promise to remember em- Emmett every time there's a huge boom. I promise to remember Rose whenever I see something that holds pure beauty, and I promise to remember Alice when I'm at the mall and a cute outfit spots me. <laughs> that was a struggle for them there and for me. I promise to remember Nessie when I see that beautiful bronze hair and i promise to remember esme when someone tells me they care i promise to remember jasper whenever my stomach isn't curled yes i promise to love twilight wherever i may go so that all may see my obsession because i know what the twilighters know so all of this is printed on a bumper sticker that rachel's going to put on her car obviously no, that's not true. It's a smaller sticker, but if it were bumper sticker sized. Since you're starting every podcast with what's up, ding dongs, I'm going to be starting every <laughs> podcast with the Twilight. No! <laughs> no. Can you imagine? It's like, you imagine? It's like the Pledge look, of Allegiance at the beginning of a school day. Look how fucking long it is. <laughs> no. Anyway, if you come to, if you're still listening, oh my God, bless you. Um, Please come to Twilight Fest if, if it's ours. It's probably it's already, already come and come and gone. Well, come next come to year. the next one. Come to the second annual because I am. You know damn well that at least one screening. I'm going to make the audience repeat this with me. Oh, for sure. And if you're not bleeding from the ears, all, that that <laughs> that that address again is sidewalkfest.com. Go get tickets. By the way, one last thing. Oh Jesus! What is this going to be? When I saw these in the theater, even the Twilight freaks, the Twilight heads, whenever Jasper came on the screen, a significant percentage of the room went, "Oh, yeah, Jasper. I know." Because <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. We don't have time to get into it, uh, but I get that. Good night and good luck. <laughs> Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.